All right, fellas. Let's try another car cast. Hopefully the audio isn't as bad as that one I did in the, at work uh, like three days ago. Yeah, that, that was a rough ride and it didn't sound too good, but the topic in it of itself was, was pretty dope. And uh, this is just another random thoughts one, if you will. And I want to talk a little bit about money. I, it seems like a lot of my shit's all to the outside looking in. It's going to be like, oh, he's all, all he does is bitch about women, blah, 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 blah. He's an incel. Yeah, call me an incel. I'm lame, got a little dick. I hate myself, my mama black. All the other shaming tactics. Okay, let's knock that aside. I want to talk about money for a few minutes here. And uh, one of the ways I kind of helped my life out big time with money. Now, as far as making money on the internet, I haven't... I'm just now dipping my toes into that shit, so I can't speak on it because I don't know. You know, right now, I'm in the learning process of that. So, I mean, if y'all stay tuned over the years, hopefully someday I'll be self-employed. That is the ultimate goal. But for now, um, one of the ways with my current job, how I'm kind of, I've kind of paid off a lot of my debt, and I've almost, I'm not, you know, debt-free, but I've eliminated 75% of my debt doing uh, one simple thing. And uh, it's called envelope budgeting. The access of credit cards in today's day and age, especially with how, I hate to say it, in gynocentrism and how women have, how women's voices and women's perspective is the only one that matters. The only thing people see is the woman's perspective. And women are inherently, in their nature, impulsive. So with that being said, you have something like a credit card and you have instant access to every every red cent in your bank account it could lead to bad budgeting leading a shitty lifestyle and all those other things but i i legit i sat down with a friend who happens to be like a financial counselor he works at a big you know trade bank a big publicly traded bank i won't i won't reveal his name or job because i'm trying to not dox myself flex johnson is not my real fucking name but uh that's neither here nor there I want to talk about how we basically sat down and broke down my budget and how I was spending stupid money, stupid amounts of money on stupid shit. Because I, I used to be a sneakerhead and a fashion head, particularly when I was single and in the dating market. Um, even if I wasn't in the day, even if I went back to the dating market right now, I wouldn't fucking be stupid with my money like I was before. Like I was buying sneakers all the time. So we broke down, eliminated a lot of stupid spending, eliminated... Stupid shit like going to get coffee or McDonald's breakfast in the morning, which I shouldn't have been eating because I was already fat as fuck. I did lose weight when I cut a lot of that bullshit out of my diet. So I, I accomplished a couple of things. I got bullshit out of my diet because I wasn't eating out all the time. And I cleaned up my fucking finances because envelope budgeting is simple in layman's terms. is uh, I carried cash and I gave... Uh, it's almost like giving yourself an allowance from your own money because you should realistically set a goal let's say for argument's sake you make two grand a month and after you pay 1300 a month in bills if you're lucky nobody's nobody's bills are that low but let's say you you're you're 700 so 350 every two weeks in your pocket for spending essentially outside of gas and all that other shit so let's say there's 500 left over out of that because you spend it on gas or whatever tolls like i do and you got 500 left over for spending shit you like to do, all this, that, and the other. Now, I hope, obviously, in today's society, you got to make five grand a month just to be comfortable. So, which ain't neither here nor there. I'm not here to complain about the world. I know it sucks. I'm in, I've been in the, on the paycheck-to-paycheck paycheck life for the vast majority of my life. So, 
I'm with you. But one of the great things, I guess, to close on envelope budgeting is I only carry the amount of cash that I'm allotted to spend. Now, I didn't do shit like buy coffee because, or in restaurants, I would get high-end coffee in, uh, in the store. Instead of going out to eat, I just bought expensive Whole Foods-style groceries. Now, I'll be like, oh, you're wasting, you, you turned around and wasted your money on high-end groceries. But no, here's the thing. If I buy high-end steaks, high-end chicken and all that other shit, um, high-end veggies and all that, fresh veggies from uh, an organic store, freeze it, and then cook my own homemade gourmet meals, I'm avoiding, I'm, I'm doing at home what the fucking, what you go to Olive Garden to do, you know what I'm saying, or a fancy restaurant, or TGIF, or whatever the fuck people like to eat, I do that shit at home, because I can provide my own meals, because I had a fucking grill, and I did that on my own, and that envelope was all I had to spend, I literally left my credit card stashed away in my kitchen cabinet, and I pretty much had to make whatever I had for that week stretch. Like I gave myself like a hundred, eh, not even. I gave myself like 75 bucks a week in spending. And that's for like trying to stretch gas, trying to stretch emergency lunches. So let's say I was out and about and I didn't pack lunch. Uh, I could buy lunch, but that's very rare because I highly recommend and I advocate packing lunch. It keeps you on a strict diet or whatever diet you want to follow as well as saves money from eating out all the fucking time. That's a big one. That's one of the big killers. Stupid shit. Impulse and stuff. But anyway, that's about it as far as that goes. Uh, I, I will do, I'll try to get more, a more structured episode on like money and lifestyle, shit like that on uh, the gym. I just don't want to talk about stuff like that because like, number one, I'm no financial planner and I'm not a fucking gym buff, so I can't really talk about the gym. I do have a little routine. I do it was like a, conflicting muscle groups and push pull shit like that but you can go on youtube you can google it fit you can go to an actual fit person for this stuff like i said i'm fun i'm at best i'm functionally fit uh, that's about it i'm trying to get on my kai green if you will but that's neither here nor there but i hate to go down the path i said i was trying to get away from but and and this isn't, this isn't so much to complain about women or to admonish them or anything like that, but I want to talk about how women they can't they can't decide what they want. And what do I mean by that? They have this mentality where, hey, I'm gonna live my life and I'm gonna ride the cock carousel, if you will. Everything's about getting bunker busted and random random dude after random dude after random dude after random dude after random dude which hey do them like the uh the instagram chick who recently admitted her body count was 24 and i said it was low a lot of people like how the fuck is that low i'm like these bitches have 75 to 100 a lot of them and they've been getting called out for that shit i mean if you want to sleep with 100 people that's cool on you but where women piss me off with this shit is you're going to hit 30, all these bitches hit 35. Then they're the ones panicking, worried about the wall, well not the wall. They don't know what the wall is. Women won't admit that the wall exists. They don't think it exists. So women start getting in a little bit of a panic mode and get the baby rabies and they want, they want to settle down at 35, 36, maybe even 40. They want to ride the cock carousel until 40 sometimes. So I'm staring at bitches that are all on this all man up, grow up shit. 
because that's my basically I think I've talked about that before in other episodes but that's the new female thing is to fuck a hundred dudes and then tell everybody to man up when you made a fuckload of mistakes in your 20s and 30s and now it's men's turn to clean up your own mess like what I mean by women not wanting to make a choice is like are you going to choose adulthood or adolescence because the whole ride all the dicks you can thing throughout your 20s that is in in essence extended adolescence telling men to grow up so they can take care of you in your later years that's an extended adolescence so you women aren't being adults but yet they'll do this feminist thing especially in the workplace where it's like i want to be equal i want this i want that give me the give me there's not enough women on the board there's not enough women ceos there aren't enough women in poly, in in the senate or the house so you want those are are those aren't just positions people get given um, like my where I'm at, it has all all white male board because it was a company started for and by white males. I'm not tripping on that. I'm a black dude, but I mean, I'm trying to work my way up there. And if I don't get on the board, well, someday I actually probably just want to branch off and self-employ. And it's, it's particularly e-commerce shit like that. I want to go off into e-commerce eventually, but that's long term, so I don't talk about it. But women are doing this thing where it's like oh now it's men's time men aren't manning up you notice i guess the second half is going to be about pretty much about how condescending women are and how male utility is the ultimate like when you peel back all the layers of shit that people say when i talk about all when, when people when people use shaming tactics on you it's often because you don't provide them some type of utility Women do not love men. They love male utility. That's why women end up heartbroken so much. It's because because they don't... Here's one of the funny things. When women complain about their exes, every woman has a story about how her ex is the worst person in the world. Her ex is not the worst person in the world. The vast majority of a woman's exes, the vast majority of women out here, probably 90%, I'm sorry, their exes aren't bad guys. They're just dudes that wouldn't change. Because women want to change people. They have an obsession with wanting to fix and change. But when women are like, I couldn't fix him, in their minds, in their subconscious, when they feel like they can fix something or somebody, it isn't for the better or for that that person's better. It's for utility. She wants to fix you as in, take away video games and your hobbies and the sports that you like and the things you like to do and you playing basketball at the Y or whatever the fuck it is you like to do. She wants to take that away and kind of guide you back into more, you know, more stress, more work, you know, out maximize your income potential. Now, for the blue pill simp, that's like, oh, this is noble. She helped me. She helped me get on. She helped you get on so she can get on. It's not about you. It's about her. It's always about her. You, your utility is it. That's all they want. Male utility, including the whole protection thing. Because one of the big things right now is black women, particularly black women, are like, "Well, you're not protected. The black man protected me. How can I protect you when all you date is thugs who go upside your head? That ain't my fucking problem." Most black women are ignorant as fuck because uh, now you need to man up. I got eight kids. You, you need to be a real man. But bitch, you got eight kids. Like, what the fuck? But no, when, what, what she means, 
translate bitch talk. I have a bitch translator in my brain now since I took the red pill years and years and years ago. And what that is in bitch speak, real man or man up is essentially like, I need you to pick up all my baggage and, and carry it for me because you're a man and it's your job to sacrifice yourself. Male sacrifice and male utility. That's all people give a fuck about, including your own mothers. My mom is one of these people. I'll get personal. I'm not going to say names, but I will get personal. My mom is one of these people because with her sons, my brother and me, it was always like, you need to go to the NBA or the NFL and do this so you can buy my house. I remember, and this is a common thing in black households about, you got, we have to, us as the sons have to get up there and, and buy our mom something. And I think I broke the, I don't know if I've broken this down yet. I'm going to, I'm going to go deep on this in an individual themed episode. Now this is just a car cast, but one of the things in the black community that's kind of funny about all the single motherhood is like a lot of it looks from the outside looking in is as if black men are just bouncing on these bitches. But no, I think we, us as black men, we're a little bit headstrong sometimes to our detriment and what black men are doing is saying, fuck it, fuck it as in. We don't want to deal with the crazy ass black women and their like their masculine ass ways. Like we have the most masculine women on the planet, and men aren't turned on by that shit. So we bounce on these chicks, or not we, brothers do. On top of the fact that they fuck mostly thugs, and thugs aren't responsible. They're not gonna give a fuck about that shit. But that is an an, an episode of its own. What I'm getting at is what when women turn their lives into fucking train wrecks or clown houses, it's because of their own doing. Never fall for that shaming tactic bullshit. Now, I'm about to hit the toll gate. I'm going to let y'all roll out. Again, these are real short. I'm going to try to keep my structured episodes down to one a week. I'm just going to have to do that, and I'll have to give y'all two, three car casts a week. Um, I'm going to get a website up here pretty soon, so y'all stay tuned for that. All right, man. Flex out. Y'all have a good one.